It's noon here in Ventnor City, New Jersey, and this is news that you can use from Car Edge for Monday, August 21st, with your hosts, me, Ray, and Handsome over here, Zach. How are you today, Handsome over here? That's very kind of you. Yeah, All right, Pops, I'm doing well. Happy Monday to everyone. Abandoning car loans, this is worse than 2008. Before you hit us with, come on, guys, come on, more of the, more of the headlines. This is actually getting picked up more and more frequently in mainstream media, not just here on the YouTube verse or Facebook or Twitter or the podcast, if you follow us there. The Wall Street Journal this morning, Dad, had an article, and we're going to dig into some of the numbers. Yes. The Wall Street Journal had an article. The headline read this. Car prices might be unsustainable for buyers. This also could have doubled as today's really, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Where have you been, Wall Street Journal? <laughs> Yeah, well, maybe maybe it's finally starting to impact some of the people that work there. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it is yeah. starting to impact some of the people that work at the but, Wall Street but Journal. The key word, the key word in that headline, if you go back to it, huh. begins with an M. Might be. There you have it. Might be. Might might be. All right. So here's the deal. So Wall Street Journal did a didn't say it is absolutely unsustainable. This is true. might be. This could is true. be. Maybe. Perhaps. Wall Street Journal did an overview of what's been going on with affordability of vehicles and also um, delinquency rates. Yes. The latest data we have on delinquency rates, and this is very interesting. Cox Automotive puts out a weekly market update. Okay. The most recent weekly market update that included data on auto loan delinquency rates was from June 26th. They have stopped for the past two months providing the data that I'm about to show you. And I wonder why. I, I'm not asking that in a nefarious way. I legitimately wonder why, because every week prior to this, they would provide this auto loan performance update mm -hmm. in their weekly updates. Again, the most recent update we have is from June 26th. The reason we're bringing this up today is on the heels of this Wall Street Journal article that's going to get, garner a lot of attention. The data from Cox Automotive data reads this. Auto loan performance resumed deteriorating in May as, as the seasonal improvement to delinquencies and defaults delivered by tax refunds ended in April. Loans that were delinquent by 60 days or more increased by 5.3% in May and were up 21.2% year over year. In May, 1.68% of auto loans were severely delinquent. That was up from April's 1.60% rate and was the highest May rate dating back to at least 2006. So we're talking about almost 20 years here, gang. Of subprime loans, 6.48% were severely delinquent, up from 6.18% in April, and the highest May severe delinquency rate dating back to at least 2006. The subprime severe delinquency rate was 113 basis points. That's 1.13%. Higher year over year, while the aggregate was 28 basis points. Higher. All right, Dad. You said it. Operative word is... Might. Might be. Yeah. Seems like... Car prices might be unsustainable for buyers. I'm going to hit the air while you. Okay, and 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 so reading those statistics was was very interesting and very telling. But I I recall less than 48 hours ago, you and I did a live stream on Saturday night, talking mm -hmm. about the amount of uh, negative equity that people had at loan origination showing that loan-to-value rates that banks were lending against were higher, were going up again and were higher, especially loan-to-value rates for people in the subprime sector where those lending institutions were lending up to 125% against the value of the vehicle. And I can remember having to deal with people five, six years ago 
um, that were subprime borrowers, where the the lenders would come back and say, okay, we'll finance 90% of the value of the vehicle, not 125%. And the reason they were at 90% is because these were subprime borrowers and there was greater risk and they wanted to protect their, yeah. their asset, the their collateral. collateral. And, and so I find it interesting that what Cox was showing back in June doesn't necessarily correlate with what we see happening today with these. So it's, you know, might, might be, uh, apparently it's not. You've got to imagine. So the whole construct we operate on is credit scores. Yeah. Credit score dictates your uh, capacity to, to take on new debt, new liabilities, new credit. And, and so what's interesting here is all of the data from Cox Automotive points to the worst auto loan delinquency epidemic we've ever seen. Like, I wish I wish I was being hyperbolic there, but it, I'm not. All of the data we have from Cox Automotive, the largest conglomerate in the auto space, shows that subprime auto loan delinquency is the highest it's been since 2006. Total auto loan delinquency, highest it's been since 2006. And at the same time, I don't have it queued up on the screen. We talked about it on Saturday night. The loan-to-value ratio, so the willingness of banks to lend mm -hmm. above and beyond what the vehicle's value is, is still there. So we're, we're seeing, it's like, you would imagine that someone's credit worthiness would take a dive if they were experiencing delinquencies or if they actually had their vehicle repossessed. But on the origination side, we're seeing banks continue to originate. And, and dad, I was gonna save this for really, really you've gotta be kidding me, but we're actually gonna jump on it early in the show because it ties into this. This was sent in by a community member. You can get in touch with us. I'm Zach at CarEdge.com or on the community forum or on Twitter or on Instagram or on TikTok. This came in from one of our community members. Possibly. Okay. This is Empower Federal Credit Union talking about their new driving sense auto loans. Wow. All right. So let's let's break down. Maybe this has something to do with what I'm about to show you. Maybe this has something to do with people still getting approved for auto loans and keeping the whole flywheel spinning. Dad, why pay for the whole car? Why? 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 Like a lease, yeah. Empower Driving Sense offers payments that are considerably lower than conventional financing. But unlike a lease, yeah. the Empower Driving Sense, you own the vehicle and have all the flexibility and benefits of vehicle ownership. Wow. Look at this, Dad. Yeah. The example program. A vehicle with a loan amount of $32,600, a loan term of 36 months, and a guaranteed future value of $18,719. Yes. The conventional loan would put you at $1,000 a month payment, right? 6.49%. Mm -hmm. But with driving sense, debt, yes. you're only paying $540 a month because payments 1 through 35 are $540 a month. And then your last payment is $18,719. Now, my guess is, this is just a guess, just a guess that if you don't have that $18,719 to put down today, you're not going to have it to put down on the 36th payment. Is this not balloon financing? Um, yes, um, that's exactly what it is. It, it's almost similar and reminiscent. <laughs> are, are $540 until your last payment. Then you're, and, then, and then you have the opportunity to refinance it. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're going to yeah. pull out yeah. another yeah. loan because yeah. you're not actually going to be able to pay yeah. the eighteen. Well, of course 000. not. Um, you know, in in the oh, in the just compounding 80s, interest on interest on interest. In in the eighties and nineties, uh, GM had what they called a smart buy. Okay. Um, 
which is similar to this, you know, um, same type of nonsense where the guaranteed future value is the guaranteed future value. Or when BMW did it, it was like your, your guaranteed future down payment. You've got three years to save up for your down payment. Um, which, to be to be honest, if you do the math, yeah. ends up costing you more than if you had just done the original financing, of, of course, on the original loan. Yeah, of course, because they gotta make money. Yeah. Now, now on the smart buy, if I remember correctly, you weren't necessarily responsible for the guaranteed future value. Um, but I, I do remember sitting down with customers and asking them the question: uh, Did did you want to take a, a a peek at the uh, at GMAX uh, Smart Buy, or did you want to stick with the conventional dumb buy? Just th- tell me how you, you had a lot proceed. of closes on on that Smart Buy. I'm sure with that uh, line. Well, but Dad, is this not? So we're talking about consumers are abandoning car loans at rates we have not seen since 2006. At the same time, yes. financial institutions are finding ways to approve loans above. Up to 25% above the vehicle's actual value for those that have the lowest level of creditworthiness in our system. Yeah. And we're able to find from community members sharing things like this that help perpetuate the monthly payment spiral of death. Yes. Until you realize that you actually owe $20,000 on your last payment. Yeah, that deferred down payment's going to kill you. Man, when, oh, when that man. deferred down payment comes due, that's going to kill you. And, and, Yes, I saw when you know when I was at Mini and, and they have the balloon financing, but it had to be over thirty thousand dollars, at least in Maryland at the time. People would sign up for it because all they focused on was their monthly payment, and they didn't think about how they were going to handle that deferred down payment that was going to be due in three years. All right, so let's let's hit on this for a second, Dad. If we're seeing folks abandon their car loans, we've got folks like Igor in the chat yeah. saying, for the last several months that I've been going to dealer auctions like Mannheim and Odessa, <laughs> I see roughly half of the cars at the auctions being repos. So if these if these people who are typically payment buyers, yes. payment conscious, are those the folks who sadly we're seeing, again, the data, this is not me me prescribing it, the data is showing that those individuals are seeing their vehicles go, go into loan delinquency and ultimately repossession. Yes. The quality of those vehicles is probably going to be quite low because if they're focused and fixated on monthly payment, what's the likelihood that that check engine light just stays on? Well, the, the, if if they if they're having great difficulty in making the payment itself, well, and and they're probably having difficulty in in being able to afford the fuel for it. Well, they certainly are having difficulty in handling any maintenance that it might need, and and because of that. Uh, they're not doing it. it it's just, a, I mean, repos typically um, are not the cream of the crop. They are, as I refer to, the cream of the crap. You know, if people can't take care of their vehicle, by the time it gets repoed, and they know it's going to get repoed because they know they're 60, 90 days behind on their payment. They know what's about to happen. Um, you know, they haven't done anything to the car that they should do. Because why should I? They're, the bank's only going to take it anyway. Um, so you, you you have to be careful as a dealer uh, at the auctions buying repos. And certainly as a buyer, the ultimate end user, um, buying a vehicle that had been a repo. Because obviously some of these dealers might not do all the uh, 
required maintenance and, and reconditioning. I, we've seen I mean, heck, even lots. if the dealers do the, the reconditioning, it might be more than they had bargained for. And oh, they, might, sure. they might cut some corners. Um, I mean, might. Let's be honest. That's, that's like that headline. Might, Might be. Yeah. 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 Let's be honest. The, the customer who owned the vehicle was cutting their corners. The daily cutting every corner. Cutting every corner. Yeah. Yeah. So it is interesting. The number of repoed vehicles that have made it back into the market has not been some explosion yet. It's returned to pre-pandemic levels. Yes. All of the, the auction check-in data that we get from Cox shows that repos have returned back to their pre-pandemic levels. It's just fascinating to see that the mainstream media, the Wall Street Journal now, is taking note of Car prices might be unsustainable. There are no longer a, a sub twenty thousand dollar new car on the market. There's no longer a sub twenty thousand. No, the, the Mirage will be leaving leaving America's shores. And we saw that the latest data from IC Cars showed that there are no under ten thousand dollar used cars. The used less than car, less than a tenth of less a than percent. a tenth of a percent. So we've got a yeah. We'll see how long the banks can continue to just lend freely because we also seen data from the Fed showing that there's tightening happening. Supposedly. But, exactly. Might, Supposedly. There might be tightening. There might be tightening. You know, we, we see articles that suggest there's there's uh, tightening and, and uh, greater adherence to the uh, loan guidelines. And then the very next day or a couple of weeks later, you'll see the article about banks are back to lending 140, 150% uh, loan to value ratios. Subprime lenders are lending upwards of 125% of the vehicle mm. to people that they already know have bad credit and have bad payment histories. So who are you to believe? Is there really credit tightening or is it just business as usual with BS headlines suggesting there might be this or there might be that? Might be, Pops, might be. It might be a BS headline. Let's jump here, Dad. Scott, thank you for thank the contribution. You, Scott. Scott, appreciate the contribution. I actually saw and had flagged your message prior, so yeah. we appreciate the contribution. It goes a long way, but know that you do not have to contribute to get your questions answered with us. If you are eligible for the GM supplier discount, can you still negotiate more off of the price, not counting any rebates or incentives? I'll speak briefly to this from our recent experience doing the Car Edge mm -hmm. sales event up in Staten Island with the Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Subaru dealerships. At that dealership, if you had the uh, supplier discounts or the, whatever the heck they were called for CDJR, yeah. you were only able to apply that. Exactly. So we had a pre-negotiated car edge discount that was not stacked on top of, let's say we had $4,000 off a car yeah. and then you could get invoice price. No, you were, you were getting one or the other. So I think, keep me honest here, I think the dealer can do whatever the heck they want. And so can the buyer. And and the, the reason the reason for the GM supplier discounts is it saves you the time and hassle of negotiating the price of the vehicle. The price is set. It's listed on the invoice as to what that supplier selling price is. So and then you get you qualify for whatever other consumer incentives are out there at the time. But you can't negotiate a lower price than that set price. Um, now, you could go in and try and negotiate a lower price and never tell them that you have a supplier discount, and perhaps you end up with a price that's lower than the supplier discount. But if you go in and you tell them, I'm looking for my supplier discount, it's pre-negotiated. That's the price. So there you have it. Hope that helps you, yes. Scott. 
All right, Dad, I want to turn our attention to one other aspect of this auto loan conundrum, and then we can switch gears and talk about a few other things. Credit Acceptance Corporation increased their latest uh, asset-backed securities deal. So we talk about this from time to time, and we're going to break down some of this. Are these the people that are still doing 125% loan-to-value ratio on subprime I have no data on if credit acceptance or But they are the largest subprime lender out there. So here's what everyone needs to understand. What is what's in it for you, and why are we talking about this? So when these financial institutions um, uh, write paper, so they give yes. people loans. What they do is they'll bundle those loans into yes. cohorts and groups, and then they will sell off those loans as packages called asset-backed securities. Yes. Essentially, it's a, a traded security that's backed by an asset. In this case, auto loans, or they actually have one of their ABS deals. Dad was just on the service contracts, mm-hmm. extended warranties that they sold, and then. You want me to go here? Well, just so for Scott. Oh, um, you can you can continue. To I, you, 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 I lost it, man. With GM, a dealer is required to sell at supplier to get supplier dealer allowance. They can choose to sell lower, but do not qualify for the dealer allowance. There you go. Um, where was I going? Uh, cohorts and ABS uh, asset backed securities that they that they turn around and they oh they bundle them they yes. bundle them and then they sell them also they can get capital today at a discount relative to what the what the asset will be worth at the time of maturity yes. so like for example if I have a loan I can I can make my interest on that loan twenty percent or whatever it is in the subprime space or I can sell it today for fifteen percent fifteen percent and yeah. make the money today and then whatever sometimes. it is yeah so we are seeing more and more of these subprime ABS deals. So essentially, I've got a billion dollars worth of loans that I've written, and I want to trade that. And that billion of dollars worth of loans at maturity could be worth $1.25 billion. Yes. But instead of holding on to it, I'm going to sell it for $750 million. Today. We are seeing more and more of these deals, Dad. Yes. Previously issued $400 million. They've issued $1.2 billion mm-hmm. in deals recently. I find this to be fascinating, Dad. They also just do service contracts, sales contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've just got more and more money from Santander, from Credit Acceptance Corporation. Westlake was also in here yes. as well. Just shipping off, just saying, okay, we're good. Someone else hold on to the bag of all of these loans that we've written. Yes. I find we'll, that we'll, we'll take we'll take We'll take 75% or 60% of what the value of these loans is today. Um, you have uh, to deal with, yeah, you know, do for, people actually for, pay? Uh, I, I, I'll pay you on Tuesday for my hamburger if you buy me a hamburger. I mean, it's just they they know what they've got, and they're willing to take a discount in order to get it. Um, I, I love when we see stuff like this because it just signals to me what's going on behind the scenes. Maybe they need working capital, which if you well, are credit to make more to make, to more, make more loans, loans which at 125 percent loan to value ratio. Yeah, and also because you capital. have to, you have to put money aside for um, loan loss provisions, which yes. we've seen go up through the roof. OK, anyway, yeah. we won't get too far down on the rabbit uh, down that the rabbit, rabbit. hole yes. of uh, ABS and whatnot. But it is fascinating what's happening behind the scenes. All right, yes. let's jump to Leon's comment here and yes. a few other stories for today's show. Leon says, CNBC this morning yes. said OEMs were stockpiling ahead of the strike. That's why day's supply is growing. Laugh out loud. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, is that why uh, is that why uh, day supply is growing at the Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Toyota? <laughs> uh, is that, is that, oh, wait, it's not growing there. Um, yeah, for I'm, I am sure that that was part of it. But if that was truly part of it, then 
I don't know. Why did General Motors shut down their truck plant in Fort Wayne for two Earlier to three this weeks? Year. Yeah. Or, you know, so there, there could be some validity to that. Oh, uh, man, it's th- just a PR spin. You know, it, it, are are the are the big three figuring that there's going to be a strike? Yes. Um, are are they hopeful that it, if the strike lasts a long time, that all these cars that they built that they couldn't sell will suddenly be the only cars that are available? And so at that point, they will sell. It could be a hope. <laughs> yeah, but but I don't hope. think it's much think, more than I that. I think that's a PR spin. That's yes. that's what you're going to hear. Yes. Greg says Rain Zach. Yes. It's with an H, but that's okay. We've had some discussions in the comments on your last video. Why don't repos contribute to the used car market inventory? They absolutely do. They do. They're, they're, you know, even though we talk about repo, repos are up, and it's still not that significant in the grand scheme of things. And they all don't hit at the same time. So even though it brings more cars back into the used car market, it doesn't bring them all back at once, and and so it has limited impact. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and we are talking about repos going up to pre-pandemic levels, but you know, used vehicle inventory is down way, 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 way below pre-pandemic yes. levels. So you've got a balancing act there. I love Leon's comment here. Stellantis must be planning on a six-month strike. If um, that's why. Yeah, apparently. And why. and maybe that's why they raised all their MSRPs. Yeah, so in anticipation. Did of that six month strike so that somebody's going to go out there and buy one of them, those grand wagoneers for $112,000, All right. Did you want to do the GM news or can we switch to our favorite segment? What do you want to do? Well, I just wanted to touch on one thing about the GM news. Yeah. yeah I'll put up on the screen. Okay. And which actually probably falls into the really, you got to be kidding me. All right. Say the ad lib. Okay. Really? You got to be kidding me. All right. Okay. We'll start with the GM news. Yeah, What's start, going on here? Okay. So GM is 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 going to eliminate 200 engineering positions in an effort to reduce complexity. Sounds Scroll good. Scroll down. Oh, sounds great. Scroll down. Um, um, keep going. Next next paragraph. GM CEO uh, Mary Barr said on GM's second quarter earnings call in July uh, that the company is launching a strategy called winning with simplicity, okay, Um, which is expected to lower design and engineering costs and reduce complexity in vehicle orders and and manufacturing. Really? So, so. The whole concept, it took you 100-plus years <laughs> to figure out that if we come up with this three-word slogan, winning with simplicity. It'll reduce complexities. It'll reduce complexities. <laughs> it took it only took them 100-plus years to figure this nonsense out. You know, So we're going to reassign 200 engineers because those are the son of a guns that have just made it too complex and and so we need to we need to become a much more simple company cutting their trim levels in half i i endorse that let's move to our next really you've got to be kidding me pops we have a video coming out later this week talking about market adjustments dealer add-ons markups things like that here we go pops toyota dealer claims that it must charge at least three thousand nine hundred ninety four dollars in add-ons due to quote Market conditions. A letter taped to a desk warns yes. customers that their car will have a minimum four thousand dollars in non-negotiable add-ons. We've got an unobstructed view 
of that letter right here. Give me a quick second. We'll give you all the time you need. All right, gang, let's zoom on in on this and let's read it all together. Do not remove from desk. As of September 8th, 2022, Schomburg Toyota new car pricing disclosure. Due to the current market conditions regarding inventory and in the interest of retaining all current employees, we uh-huh. have had to increase our new car and truck pricing as follows. All new cars and trucks are sold at MSRP plus a minimum $3,994 in predetermined aftermarket products. Ask your sales professional or any sales manager for additional details. We hope you understand our circumstances and your loyalty is very much appreciated during these difficult times. Yes, I'm warmest gonna give, regards. I'm going to keep the, I'm going to give them, yeah. this is September 8th. Hopefully this has changed. September 8th, 2022. Last, yeah. Year. Yeah. So a year yeah. ago. Hopefully this has changed. Yes. Hopefully this has changed. I, I don't know if it has, but I, I, I would have to believe that as part of that $3,994 in predetermined aftermarket products comes that, um, uh, Toyota endorsed KY Jelly. Dad. Okay. Well, come on, man. I mean, you know, we've got to charge it for that. Opens query and the Ford's handling of the Mustang <laughs> Mach-E recall. Okay. This is another interesting one, Dad. Nitsa has had uh, uh, an open recall for the Mustang yes. Mach-E. The vehicles, the Mach-E can yes. actually just lose power while it's while it's driving because the battery overheats. Let me pull this up here so you can oh, see that's, it. Oh, that's always good. There have been no reports of injuries, fires, Thank or goodness. anything like that. Yes. Where was it? It says it. Yeah, com- complaints <laughs> alleging a high-voltage battery main contactor failure in 2021 and 2022 Ford Mustang Mach-E's. And it said it in here. Where was it? Where was it? Yeah, right here. Yeah. The high voltage battery main contactors in those vehicles could overheat, leading to a malfunction that could cause the vehicle to either not start or immediately lose propulsion power while in motion. Wow. Now, NHTSA, yeah. there was a software update from yes. Ford that supposedly resolved this. Customers continue to complain that it was not solved. NHTSA has now opened up an inquiry into how Ford handled this. Ford leads the league in recalls. For a reason. Ford's uh, Mach-E inventory is building up and not selling. Then they have a recall, they handle the recall, and now they're under investigation for not handling the recall. For, for the way they handled the recall. Do you really think that overheating at the contactors would be a software issue? I, I mean, how is that? A, I, you know, I don't know. I'm not an engineer, but I do know that there's about 200 engineers <laughs> yeah. that, that are probably could be looking for jobs, um, you know, and – and uh, it sounds to me like you need some of those GM engineers because uh, the complexities involved in your automobiles um, haven't risen quite to the level that you need. Uh, some interesting, really, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, I'm today. afraid so. We're going to yeah. look at the data really quick. I do want to mention yes. that back on CarEdge.com, we have just started our uh, August promotion. So if you're interested, really? yeah, everything is 20% off. Car Edge data is 20% off. Console calls are 20% off. Car Edge coach subscription is 20% off and we have a hundred dollars off on our extended warranty as well. So everything, the, the, the end of August promotion is live back yes. at caredge.com. But the reason I came to the website yes. is not so I can. And when does you. that run through? End of the month. Through end end of, the of the month, not Labor Day? Maybe Labor Day. Okay. I'm check just with, trying for you folks. Check with I'm, James. I'm trying for you. What I wanted to look at here, dad, was that yes. mach Yeah. Let's see. mach I'm just curious what the day's supply of mach are around here yeah let's see 177 days yeah they're selling like hotcakes like hotcakes yeah Yeah. 177 13 sold in the last 45 days that was for a premium real rear wheel drive let's look at a premium all-wheel drive yeah 
211 days, days on the oh, all-wheel yeah, drive. Yeah, yeah, buddy. These GT are... all-wheel drive. Okay. This one looks pretty cool. Oh, yeah. 236 days. days. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Veritable uh, heat-seeking missiles, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, they are just taking off. Yeah, this yellow one. Yeah. Yeah, what? so anyway, back to Ford, the fact that they can't sell and then, you know, they have this type of issue. It's not, not a good look. Uh, they're not the only ones having issues with selling EVs. At no, the that seems to be a theme across the industry. Yeah, the only the only one who doesn't seem to have that issue is Tesla, and even in their more expensive models, they've they've had a recent price um, decrease in those. Yeah, I guess I guess that was to counteract Lucid's uh, decrease in the price. That's, we have we didn't queue it up for today's show, yeah. and we won't dig into it too much, but. It, I, I read, and I'm, I don't feel 100% confident in this because I, I didn't read enough on it. But yeah. I think, Dad, they did those price drops and the range drops on their entry-ish level options. Yeah. And it's just software blocking the range capacity, which right. I really hate. Yeah. Like the hardware Because if it's in there, yeah. I'll have to do some more reading about it. And we can talk about it later this week on the show once I feel confident in my facts. Just the facts. Just Damn, the just facts. the facts. Yeah. Yeah. All right, carage.com, all the different resources, different things that we can do. Again, we've got the end-of-month promotion. It started today. Thank yes. you, James, for kicking that off. If you're not on the newsletter, we have a weekly newsletter that Justin maintains. Thank you, Justin. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back on Thursday. Thursday, yes. yes. Uh, Zach, my dear son, handsome here, is traveling the next day. Uh, well, he's leaving later today to go to D.C., and then he's got a, he's got a couple other stops to make and. It's yeah. a very big travel week for him. Big travel week, but all good stuff. So thank you, everyone, for your ongoing support. And we'll be back on Thursday. Uh, we will indeed. Yes. Thank you, everybody. See you Thursday at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, uh, 8 a.m. in Anchorage, 6 a.m. in Honolulu. And for all our maniacs in Manila, it's midnight Do you think in they Manila. want to be referred to as maniacs? Well, if they're following us, they got to be. <laughs>